Hey, hi, hello there. Welcome to episode lucky number 13 of the GBG cast. I'm your host for today, Ash Paulson, and I'm joined as always by my wonderful friends and GBG co-founders, Derek Bittner and Steve Bowling. And you guys, we have made it. We have made it to the promised day, Friday. How's it going, you guys? I, I mean, how wonderful is it that we hit episode 13 on Friday the 13th? That was just meant to be. That actually is really amazing. And also on the same day that we hit 94,000 subs right here on YouTube. Congrats, guys. That's ball clap, ball incredible. Clap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, folks, Ash here. The conversation for the next 20 seconds or so is a little bit awkward because it was at this point that Derek and I found out that nobody in the audience could hear Steve, making for everything being weird on all sides. So we apologize for the awkwardness here, but everything gets back on track soon enough. All right, enjoy the show. Bye. Well, I guess I can divulge our plans for our the, those said silver play buttons. We are all going to have one. This isn't a team of one. This is a team of six. So YouTube only gives you one when you hit 100K. But we're springing for five more for the whole team because you know what? None of this happens without everybody. It's not just nope. the one person. Screw it. We're going to buy nine, 100,000 of them. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> kidding. We're broke. we're broke. For everybody. We're broke. Yeah. Um, are, can we hear you now, Steve? Or can the, yeah, they can hear me. Uh, for some reason, OBS... Well, no, I know the reason why. So lately, if you've been watching my videos that I've been putting out on the channel, or the weird ads that I make that I insert into John's videos, uh, <laughs> I've been trying to do more off-camera stuff where this guy is gone. Um, and that involves, like, unhooking and hooking microphones into the one audio interface I own, because I'm not rich. And... Uh, Apparently, sometimes when I do that, if OBS is open, it just goes, I don't know what you're doing. I'm going to disconnect your mic. And so I forgot to reconnect it because there hasn't been a GVG cast episode since I enthused about Raid Shadow Legends in the middle of one of John's features. <laughs> right. <laughs> enthused indeed, right? Indeed. Yeah. yeah I, hey, I will say thank you, Raid Shadow Legends. I appreciate getting to do the ad. I will say it feels like a mark somehow that we've arrived. Like we did Hell the yeah. HelloFresh right. ad and the Raid Shadow Legends ad. I know. That's, it's, it's we're we're real YouTubers now, Mom. We do. Yeah. We just need the, um... yeah. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Mom. That's a weird we position the, if you look uh, at me. Oh, the, what is it? Beats by Dre or whatever. Whatever. Some call me Johnny always does. Uh, oh, the uh, headphones he always does. I don't know. Beat, the oh, Raycons. Yeah, Raycon. that's like uh, that's, that's like the that's third it. one on the YouTuber checklist. Like I need Raycons. Raycon, to approach we're us. really there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, we need Skillshare, Squarespace. Squarespace. I'm. I will tell you that Audible. as part of my job behind the scenes at GVG is to be the one that negotiates the ads, which is why you're probably going to see me in a whole lot of them. Um, but I couldn't do like Derek had to do HelloFresh because he uses HelloFresh and it made right. a whole I, lot I of legit sense. Use it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, if you want to yeah. go back in our video history and subscribe to HelloFresh, that code still works. I think. But my mom I did. Sure. I know that much. I think I'll be doing one of our upcoming ones. I've been needing. I've been telling Steve yeah. I need to get oh. my. Uh, my it's funny that you guys mentioned up. the rich wallet. Yes. Yeah, we're doing That's one of those That's at some point. So, oh, yeah. Oh, Mouse X with a joke saying I should sponsor a PC keyboard ad. Hey, I have a PC keyboard. I'm using one right now. He sure now. does. He's on a I'm PC actually, with I'm, a yeah. real keyboard. Right. Don't ask him to move it, keyboard. though. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, I definitely need to get my sponsorship practice up. I've never done one. I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun. I was nervous as hell oh. for the HelloFresh one. I was like, I 
it's I probably it, seem lame as all get out. <laughs> it was a great yeah. ad. Like honestly, it, it is really weird though that it's it, it it's way out of our comfort zone because oh yeah, of all the things we've done here, I think our previous experiences has have helped us. But shooting ads, no way. <laughs> we didn't do that oh, no. before. Yeah, um, I, I am terrible at selling myself. Mm-hmm. Well, speak for so yourself. Selling buddy. other people's stuff. That's, that's a little harder. <laughs> well, selling other people's stuff. Yeah. Um, Speaking, though, of selling other people's stuff, we have a sponsor for today's episode, gentlemen. Indeed. And that is, of course, as always, the wonderful, fantastic Game Orb. The Game Orb is a YouTube channel that brings commentary and gameplay footage from the Nintendo Switch and Xbox Series X gaming systems. While games like Splatoon 2, Sonic Colors Ultimate, and Super Mario 64 can be seen on the channel, along with others, the Game Orb will also now be adding Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu to the gaming collection. So be sure to subscribe to the Game Orb at the link in the description as always, and uh, and as always, in the YouTube chat right here, which I'm about to post. And, uh, yeah, just please go show the Game Orb your love. As I always say, he has been supporting us from the very beginning as a sponsor and has done so much for us. So please, please, please go check out his content and subscribe to his channel. Absolutely. I just mm. pinned a link to his channel in the YouTube chat. So, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you guys off. I just wanted no, to No, no, of course. That, that, was, a, that was a smooth yeah, segue. Yeah, thank smooth. you. Thank you. It just fit in really well. Yes, indeed. Uh, so, what have y'all been playing this past week? So, I got into a game. So, I played a couple games. I played The Ascent, which I don't recommend. But uh, oh, no. for those of you that don't know, <laughs> oh, Nick. No. Uh, so, so, Nick was here visiting me for the past week. And uh, I did want to say this real quick before we hop you know, too far into things because we haven't gotten to do this in a while, but we do have one piece of breaking news. Our good Ooh. friend and previous executive producer, Vedran Hotik has returned to the EP squad just now. Yo, wow. so welcome back. We're so glad to have you. Uh, Go ahead and get that added to. Yeah. We'll, we'll get right you now. in the credits here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, so the ascent real quick while Ash updates that, um, is, is a God awful game. Like I, I cannot, <laughs> not recommended enough um so nick came and we kind of have this weird pact where whenever he visits <clears throat> or when i visit him we have to pick up a couch co-op game and play it all the way through no matter what we think of it um and we landed on the ascent because game pass i don't know if you know this game pass has so many games but it only has like maybe 15 couch co-op games on it oh, there's no. not a whole lot there for people who have friends that are in close proximity um and this game was it, it wasn't like terrible in the traditional sense it was terrible in that you can tell that this was coded by like very few people with a very small budget it was a small team i think it was yeah. 11 people yeah exactly and and the thing is <clears throat> This game couldn't do, like, basic stuff that you expect games to do. Like, if your friend signs into his Xbox Live profile at the title screen, the game just crashes, like, repeatedly oh, forever. No. And then oh, you have man. to reboot the whole Xbox to get it to work again. It was just kind of a nightmare to get it started. Once we got in, it was okay to play. The voice acting was all right. It was some, you know, cyberpunk dystopia overhead shooter. It felt like Smash TV if Smash TV had a kid with cyberpunk and i mean that both in like a mechanical and like a thematic sense right <laughs> like visually it has... though it's pretty stunning correct yeah, yeah. it's beautiful yeah. it's a very pretty game uh it would just be nice if it like didn't 
crash all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the part it got from Cyberpunk. It just was like, oh, hey, this game was really popular, and people talked about how much it crashes. <laughs> I, yeah. I refuse to believe it's non unintentional. I think they were just like, yeah, this will get the people talking. <laughs> just in the wrong so, way. I'm actually glad you brought this up because this is a perfect example of uh, of the fact that we will never, you'll never have to worry about a conflict of interest here in our channel. Oh, I know because, this is one of yours. Yeah, I was going to say I for saw... my day job, I work for the PR company who handled the ascent. So I... it does wound me a little bit to hear your thoughts, Steve. Oh, don't worry, time, I cussed though. you out while I was playing it. I was like, <laughs> she nice. ripped this it's game. Definitely my fault. Totally. My yeah, fault. No, yeah, I did not get fault. a code for this. This is hashtag <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> But no, I, I helped do PR for The Ascent, and hey, but I'm here, we're having this conversation, and that's just proof that you'll never have to worry about my day job causing a conflict conflict of interest with what we do here at GVG. Uh, in fact, I'm also working with the same PR company is doing PR for the upcoming KO the Kangaroo reboot, and uh, while it will be covered by here, here by one of us on the channel, it won't be me, because again, that wouldn't be all right. We're crossing the streams. So just I'm glad you brought that up, uh, Steve, just as kind of an example that we will not let that happen here. No, I didn't. I, I, I didn't realize it was yours until I was stuck at the title screen for like the fourth time in a row. And I was like, oh, uh, that's funny. Mm. Oh, someone's at my front door. I will return. Oh. All right. Well, while we do that or while you do that, I will get us started with Super Chats. And yeah, as always. Oh, go ahead, Derek. I was going to say that works. Okay, cool. Well, as always, Jaden Buck is starting us off with a Crazy Question Friday. Thank you for the $5, Jaden. Crazy Question Friday's Crazy Question number 38. If you could choose between sunlight all day or moonlight all day, which would you choose? And my answer to that is, if it's a hot day, then moonlight all day. If it's anything other than hot, sunlight all day. What about you, Derek? Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. I think generally... I do like the sun, but can we go for a nice twilight? Can we be oh, twilight? Twilight would be my, would my be... yeah. Late afternoon, like, early evening, twilight is my favorite time of day. But yeah, in general, I, I prefer sunlight. I you. Yeah. I just Generally, like, I yeah. love sunny, cool days, but sunny and hot. Uh-uh, that's mm -hmm. inside weather for me, man. No, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love during the day we get those heavy clouds roll in and it hasn't quite started raining yet and it gets a little oh, overcast yeah. i don't know it's just kind of nice dude you're know. speaking my language i love overcast <laughs> days other people say dreary i see beautiful i, I love gray they can be very days. pretty yeah uh thank you Jaden, for that uh for that fun question next is scar the dragon with two dollars thank you luigi and daisy versus tails and cream you choose this one's kind of a wash for me because I think Tails beats Luigi pretty handily, but Daisy also beats Cream pretty handily. So, oh, see, I disagree with that. Have really? You, you've played Sonic Advance too, right? Yeah, yeah, and I liked it a lot. Cream yeah, is I a mean, monster in that. She is. You know what? She can. <laughs> she's basically homes in on enemies, right? Yeah. But oh, you know with, what? With cheese. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. This is. The, you're, I forgot about and, that. Tails and Cream just have a obvious advantage yeah tails and cream that's that's yeah i forgot about she's homing in on enemies yep tails and cream that's it good yep. call derek <laughs> uh next up well is lauren bond with eight pounds and 99 pence i believe thank you uh i was in the u.s last week so watched live but you two wouldn't let me send a super chat so i'm awake until oh, 1 a.m to send one now to celebrate that i was in los angeles question for ash where to start with Mega Man? well first of all thank you for the super chat and for staying up till 1 a.m. to give us that. Yes, That's very yes, kind yes. of you. 
And I'm sorry I missed you while you were in L.A. It would have been nice to meet up for a coffee or something, but hopefully next time. As for your question, I'm personally a big fan of starting at the beginning of any series and playing them in sequential order. And with the Mega Man Legacy Collections, Mega Man 1 has never been more accessible. It's It hasn't aged that well. It's very hard. It's very unbalanced difficulty-wise, but it's got that rewind feature. So you can get through it pretty easily. And I always like playing series in a sequential order just so I can see how the gameplay evolves over time, right? And and also story-wise, to the extent that story matters in classic Mega Man. So, honestly, I just say start with the first Mega Man. Get the first Legacy Collection on whatever platform you want and play through one through six and then go from there. What about you, Derek? Do you have any... Uh... Uh, just to differentiate from you, otherwise I, I tend to be the same. Um, mm-hmm. Really, you can't go wrong with X. It might spoil you a That's bit true. because it's just so good, but X is... That's like, true the high watermark of the series. Yeah, if you start with X, it's pr- I mean, that is my favorite Mega Man game of all time, and also my favorite 2D platformer of all time. Mm-hmm. The, the only issue is that while the classic Mega Man series, in my opinion, is more consistent and has more highs, uh, it might feel like t- taking a step back, though, after dashing and wall jumping everywhere, it, whereas with Mega could, Man, yeah. But I'm also somebody who started playing, like, my first three Mega Man games were uh, X4 that I couldn't beat, Mm-hmm. Eight that I couldn't beat, and then Legends. Oh, nice! And, Ooh, yeah. And as someone as someone started with Legends, I was de- I was able to get into the other uh, Mega Man games just fine. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, yeah, but that I would say you can't really go wrong with with starting with Mega Man One or X, Lauren. But I would say just start with one and work your way up. Again, with Rewind, yeah. you can even if you've never played a Mega Man game before, you can push through those games pretty easily. Uh, Steve, you're back really quick. I am. You missed the crazy question by Jaden. I have to ask, man, if you could choose between sunlight all day or moonlight all day, what moonlight, would be your choice? 100 percent <laughs> Nice. You, you never you, you never get you moon burned. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would I would throw the sun in, in into the sun. Eat the I sun can. into the sun. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, Derek and I said we would choose sunlight as long as it's not hot out. If it's like a sunny, cool day, great. But otherwise it's moonlight. See, the day, problem maybe. for me is I can, I can, I, like, I love sun, sunny, breezy days, but I would not wish trying to sleep during daylight on my worst enemy. Like, I don't know. There's something mm. about, like, just draping your house in curtains and, and doing all that that makes you feel reclusive and like a wannabe Batman. I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I would prefer night, like constant night. I feel like Fair it'd enough. be good. Let's go to Alaska. Let's just run the experience. Yeah, I was gonna say this. you can go to Alaska and experience this, and I believe they go, go a little stir crazy from both. Probably, of them. I think you'd go stir crazy either <laughs> yeah. way, though. Like, I yeah. would rather be yeah. like a pale-skinned crazy person than a sunburnt crazy person. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. I'll do a, a couple more super chats before we get back to our main uh, discussion. Uh, next up is Scar the Dragon again with two more dollars. Thank you very much. Uh, asking us the devil from Cuphead versus the Enchantress from Shovel Knight. And even though I haven't finished Cuphead, I've played in sh- uh, I played Shovel Knight a bunch. And based on what I've heard about the devil, I feel like he probably beats the Enchantress. The, Enchant- the Enchantress yeah. isn't very hard. She's sure. not like super powerful, at least in Shovel right. Knight terms. So I think I'm going to go with the devil. What about you guys? Yeah, same reason. I mean, he's the literal devil. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll go with the devil, yeah. Cool, cool. Uh-huh. All right, and one last one for now. Aramis Baramis, once again, so incredibly generous. 50 US dollars. Thank you so Jeez. much, Aramis. Uh, saying, good evening, GVG crew. Here's to another great cast. Well, thank you. And for every week, yeah. you're so generous. Yeah, with so your... really, 
My God. Yeah, it is so kind of you. Way too kind. And we. <laughs> and Aram is using the it. bad time Steve emote in our Discord server. Which is always <laughs> um, great. Yeah, I gotta. I will do this, though, for, for Aramis, because I know that he would promote it if he were on. Go play Twinkle Star Sprites. It's oh, a fantastic it. game. Oh, it's really, so cool. Like, it's a really crazy genre mashup, and it's fantastic. Yeah. Twinkle Star Sprites. It's like seven bucks on Steam. It, it's yeah, wonderful. When I looked it up, when I was like, you know, doing our uh, PV or our FAS for that month and getting them all organized, I had to look up that game, and I was like, damn, I want to play this. It's it so good. Really cool. It's yeah. so good. It's a top-down shooter, it looks like? Top-down shooter mixed with a puzzle game mixed with a fighting game. Like, it is so, it's so cool. It's such a weird, yeah, it's such a weird mashup of genres, but it works incredibly well. We played literally just for a straight hour just doing versus mode. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really, really good. So you and Nick played The Ascent, Steve. Yes. And you weren't the biggest fans. No, uh, but right. I did I did move on. Okay. I moved to a game that uh, a game that I thought I wouldn't enjoy and was not just pleasantly surprised, but like really pleasantly surprised. Uh, a while back, Microsoft had sent me a code for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. And I was like, oh, neat. Oh, nice. it's, it's like a Borderlands-y game. Yeah. And I didn't play it. I, I just installed it and I, I thought about getting around to it. But with the ascent behind me, we rolled credits on the ascent and we still had a few days left. And so we decided to pick this up because it was the next couch co-op game that I knew I had. And so I was like, OK, and it's fantastic. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I think we were talking about her before the show went live. But I think Tara Strong voices Tina, right? No, it's Ashley no. Birch. Oh, that's Ashley Birch. Okay. Never mind. Okay. It's like the same kind of high-pitched, bubbly voice. But um, I just, like, yeah, it's so full of humor. <laughs> and playing with Aloy. <laughs> that's true. Aloy's good, too. <laughs> um, it's so full of just really good humor. I expected Borderlands. I don't know. Maybe it's because Randy Pitchford is, like, a greasy slime ball or whatever. But I expected it to be full of, like, dick and fart jokes and stuff like that. And I was really surprised that it wasn't. And it really does kind of take the whole theme of like you're just playing her D campaign to like full full-on heights there's there's actually a really funny sight gag so this game has like an overworld map which i was really surprised by okay. and your character that you make is represented by like a little bobble-headed figurine that runs around the world map and there's one point at which you encounter just a cheeto there's like a cheeto sitting in the map and that's <laughs> oh what's blocking God. your progress and the other characters at the table call her out for being sloppy and like eating cheetos and so she really quickly in you know dm mode tries to like figure out how to explain the cheeto away in lore <laughs> oh and God. then she's like oh no it's a block you have to clear a dungeon and then suddenly right next to you like a dungeon opens up and it says like not totally made up dungeon nice yeah, wow. really, really great I, I, game. Definitely recommend it if you want to laugh. I enjoyed Borderlands 2. I've not played any of the others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's honestly, and it's such a different feeling from Borderlands. It's it's close enough to where if you know the series, and I've played a little bit of Borderlands 3 and a little bit of Borderlands 2, mm-hmm. um, but they didn't really click for me because they were just, you know, kind of a product of their time in terms of like being brown and gray and really visually unappealing. Right. Uh, but this one is so bright and colorful and the setting is, you know, is is so different that it's just really delightful. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I just can't recommend it enough. I, I as soon as this show's over, I'm going to put my kids to bed and then I'm going to play this. 
Nice. So. Nice. Uh, it will not surprise you to hear that I'm still chipping away at Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, oh, I've had so very cool. little time to play games this week because Wednesday was my wife's birthday. And we don't just do birthdays. We do birth weeks. So I've been trying to do special things for her. I mean, I try to do special things for her all the time, but extra special things for her all week, uh, celebrating her birthday in various ways. Uh, that's one reason I might not be there for our executive producer hangout on Saturdays because I'm taking her out for a day of fun for her birthday on Saturday. So... I have not gotten that much gaming time in, but I did make a little more progress in Horizon. I'm up to 92% game completion. Oh my god. Wow. Basically, all I have left, other than a few more side quests, is just all story, main story quests from here on out. And of course, I Art. wouldn't dream of spoiling anything, but Steve, I, I messaged you about something yes. that just happened in the quest Gemini that I did not see coming. My I'm heart still hurts from it. It There's, still hurts. There there are so many good moments in this game. I stand by the fact it tells one of the best stories of like in any game I've ever played. It's I love just, it. The the way the the kind of stakes continue to build on each other and escalate. I'm like, <clears> I don't know where you go from here. They very clearly set up a third game and I'm just like, but how like, how are you going to <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I without spoiling anything. It's just like I don't know how you would deal with any threat larger than the one Aloy faces off against in in Forbidden West. It, it just at I that point wait. I'm like, okay, we're about to go into some like kill the kill level stuff here. <laughs> like, I'm so oh excited because I've heard some people talk about how the direction where the story seems to be going to, to the third game could be controversial. I don't know what that means. Uh, some people seem to not love where it's going. I have no context for it. I just, a, I have I'm my suspicions, but I can't wait. Yeah, either yeah. way. And uh, yeah, just and, and one thing I love about Forbidden West story is if you're a huge fan of Zero Dawn like I was, regardless of whether they did have this planned out from the get go, and they probably didn't, maybe they had like the the brief or the general outline planned out, but it feels like they did. This feels like such a natural extension of the lore from the first game. It doesn't feel like like it's tacked on or right. like they thought of something after the fact. It feels I, so natural. I will say the difference here is that there's no mistaking that wherever the inevitable third game goes there's no mm -hmm. mistaking that they've planned for it this time yeah like okay. they cool. they foreshadow probably the opening of the third game really hard at the end of this at the end I of mean, interesting West. okay i mean they talked about the forbidden west a few times um, yeah they did in zero yeah. dawn so there might and be they also, a little they, bit of planning and they also talk about who the enemies end up being in forbidden west without saying anything they talk about that and kind of it's it's like it's in the background of the first game but then it's pushed to the fore for the second game it feels very natural and it's very cool nice. yeah i just I'm, love this game it is definitely my game of the year so far still yeah an easy easy choice for me i'm i'm excited to see i mean the rest of the year seems kind of barren honestly so far it does. i take it i take it, uh, offense to that there's a lot of crap coming up this this summer that i want to play <laughs> well july especially there's clonoa and live alive live alive alive uh, which I'm and then Xenoblade Three <laughs> and Soul Xenoblade Hackers three. Two and yeah, that's fair. Like Soul Hackers Two isn't really on my radar. Uh, I definitely don't have Derek's level of passion and commitment to that series. Um, but Xenoblade Three, yeah, I'm I'm all in on. I I need to play that. But that's probably like the last game that I know about that I'm excited for that I can. Sure, you know, revenge, man. I know this. Is that confirmed for this year? Did we it get is. a date? Well, I mean, it can always, always be delayed, but we don't have a date, but we have a period, summer. Right, sorry. I don't, I don't. Very late summer. I subscribe to the notion that you just don't 
ever pin your hopes on games with just a release year. Sure. Yeah. And it, it's already been I delayed mean, several times. With Starfield, we had a release date and they were like, nope, nope, push it. That's <laughs> yep. true. So. I do think, though, I, I have a feeling Shredder's Revenge will make it out this year. Will it make summer? Maybe not. But I do think it's going to be this year. I feel I feel like we'll, you're right. We'll at least get the compilation. The compilation, yeah, the Cowmonger collection over. for sure. I think we'll get both, though. I think so. Mm -hmm. And also, actually, another game that we're going to be talking about a little later today that I'm excited about, I think, hopefully, is Multiverses. I, I want to get into that closed alpha with you, Steve, because yes. I want to know how excited for it I should be. Yeah, I'm... Uh... I'm going to be honest. I, I think we all need to keep our hopes low. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. This just feels like another yeah. Nick situation. Maybe a little bit better, but... Mm. It doesn't feel quite that sad. Like, I feel like there's more budget behind this. We, there are voices, there's a proper production budget behind this game, right? Whereas True. Nick Brawl, which is getting three more characters throughout the year, still doesn't have voice acting. God, this game sad. needs it so badly. I think so I think badly. WB should have played to their strengths and just pulled NetherRealm in for this. Like, God. make it make it a full on <laughs> gritty as hell two D fighter, and I'd be all. Oh over yeah, it. just rip out Bugs Bunny's heart. That's that's what that's what the kids love. Well, they well they have. I mean, exactly. they've they've even inserted Shaggy into Mortal Kombat animation. <laughs> so there's right. there's no telling how crazy they want to get. Oh, I love it. Um, uh, yeah, other than that, though, I just had so little time for gaming this week with it being uh, my wife's birthday as well as just my day job stuff and keeping GVG Patreon stuff managed. But uh, I did see Juan Delgado. I saw I saw what she said. I'm not quite done with Horizon yet, but because there's not a whole lot I'm looking, for, looking forward to until July that I can think of, you know what? I might do it. I might actually play my first Soulsborne game and check out Elden Ring. It's oh not my, my thing, I don't think, but you know what? I can't ignore it. It's, I can't ignore it. I got to give it a chance. And I didn't think it was mine either, and it turned out to be a said. blast. So I think I got to give it a shot. I do. And yeah, exactly. One July has Klonoa. So I think until July, I'm good. But then once July hits, we got Klonoa and Live Alive. Uh, June and, has Fire yeah. Emblem. and what, I, June has Fire feel... Emblem, Three Hopes. That's true. Oh, wow. Have. How did I forget about that? There's I... also oh. Mario Strikers, although that's something I'm yeah. mostly getting for us to play together, not something I would go for by myself as much. Eh, fair enough. Yeah. But, um, uh, Derek, what about you, man? Have you been playing anything after finishing your gargantuan? I, I am so happy video? to say that I have been able to play stuff now that I am done with um, with uh, Shimagami Tensei. And even before that, I just want to say I have been reading every single comment on that video, uh, mm -hmm. which is something I do not do. But it is so kind. And that is uh, <clears throat> that is so nice to see after all that work. Um I uh it's it's I think it's almost up to 40k. It might be at 40k at this point, which is amazing growth. It just can staying so consistent. And I I just appreciate truly appreciate that. But yeah, now that that's done, I have a little bit more time to play with. I'm not just trying to get this out of my you know, trying to get this all done. Um and that means I got to return to Final Fantasy 14 with Amy cuz while I was working on SMT, she managed with her old character to reach where I was where mm -hmm. I left off in Heaven's Ward. So now we've been playing through that together. And that's been a lot of fun to just actually be able to play together, experience the story together, um, you know, do, run dungeons together when it comes to that time. Uh, it, it's just been a lot of, uh, of fun. And we just, I just streamed a big moment in Heaven's Ward as I'm getting close to the end of that one. Um, and dang, <laughs> I can, it's only Heaven's Ward. And I know, I know it gets heavier as it goes uh -huh. on, but I'm telling you, Ash, it's a good story. It is, Dude, it is, 
I believe you. I just, but I need a pocket universe to be able to play an MMO at this point. I that I could. You you are a hundred percenting Forbidden West. How long yes. did that take you? But it's a single player game that I can move on from and be like, I'm done. I'm gonna go I'll move on to the next thing. MMOs never stop asking for that time of time commitment from you, for that kind of time commitment from you, and I just don't have it. It's not that I don't want to play it. I just uh-huh. I don't feel like I can. And it, if I did play it, I would have to do it do that instead of playing the single player games I want to play, probably. Right. And, and yeah, that's, that's it's just me balancing it out because it's fun. Yeah. It's something I can play with Amy. Um, I am genuinely interested. It's some of the best Final Fantasy stuff I've encountered in years. So wow, there's, there's that aspect. Mm. Um, it's just sort of uh, it's just sort of fun. Um, I don't know what else I'll be playing. I'll be going on vacation, uh, you know, soon, so I'll be able to play something. I'll be able to play something else. I just don't know what. There's just such a wide range. I'm and I'm mostly if I'm playing something, it's going to be for upcoming videos at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, if if I had to guess, the next game I'm going to be able to really sit down and play, to really carve out time and uh, just go for it, is going to be Xenoblade Three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah maybe yeah. maybe live alive i i want to try go to live alive but i do, i don't know how that all is all going to end up i am praying it's not going to happen i just know it's not going to happen but i'm praying that nintendo smiles upon us and gives us an early copy so i have a mm-hmm. chance of getting xenoblade done on time um but yeah it's it's xenoblade 3 maybe getting through soul hackers 2 and uh yeah just see what see what i can see what i can do <laughs> i have been reminded by our live audience patron chat various folks within it that june actually also has omori and sonic origins both of which i will be clearing time for especially omori because i've heard so many mm-hmm. incredible things about that game over the months now over over a year and i know that it's right up my alley everybody has told me it is so don't worry everybody out there saying but what about omori ash yes you've reminded me omori is a huge huge priority for me in june so i apologize mm-hmm. for forgetting about that but yes i'm very much looking forward to playing that game uh yeah. to answer your question ditto m uh i plan on playing both mario strikers <clears throat> and fire emblem warriors i i like i i loved fire emblem warriors the original one and i think you meant three hopes but um yeah, hopes. yeah I, I definitely plan on playing that uh three houses was probably my second favorite fire emblem game ever behind awakening um and, and Strikers looks like good fun. Like, it looks like just a, you know, I think it will be kind of similar to Mario Tennis in the fact that it's really fun at the outset, but kind of burns quickly. Um, Hard to but, say because this is level five and not. Oh, well, that's yeah. true. It's not Camelot. Yeah, it's not Camelot. I mean, not, nothing so, against Camelot, obviously. But... True, but it does mean, you know, the mechanically it'll be a bit different. Or next mm-hmm. level. Jeez, we're all over the place. It's Friday. <laughs> oh, we're all tired. Whatever. Level five would right. be interesting to let them make a... <laughs> oh, God. That'd get Jibanyan in a... <laughs> Wait, am I thinking factor five? God, I'm... No, 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 no. You're, you're, okay. you're right. You're right. All right. Yeah, factor five, I believe, is who made um, uh, Rogue, Rogue Squadron. Why are there so many fives and levels in <laughs> game <know>. studio names? <laughs> Um, one thing I should mention about what I've been playing before we move on is not, I've not been playing it a bunch, but I have had more sessions of Rocket League lately as part of our Fight of Founder patron tier. Yeah. I played Rocket League with both Becca and our sponsor for today's episode, Eddie, the Game Warp. And I, it's not like I play Rocket League a lot, but I have noticed that for whatever reason, my skill in that game has increased significantly. Even just yesterday when I played Rocket League with Becca, 
I scored six, actually seven goals, I think, in one game. Dang. And I don't know why, I, what it is. I was never that good at it. And I'm still not, you know, I'm nowhere near pro. But I'm actually pretty decent at it now. And I don't know where that happened or when that happened, but Wait, I'll what? take it. I love Rocket League. What console are you playing on? This is important. Uh, PS5. Never mind. <laughs> Wait, well, on Xbox, Rocket League runs at 120 FPS, and it actually oh. really, really does help. Like with I thought it does on PS5 as well. Wasn't Maybe that it does. Also? In which case, I think it does. Your skill bump is fake. That's yeah. No, I think they added that option to the PS5 version, if I remember correctly. Oh, maybe they did. So that's it it is really one thing Microsoft does a much better job at is advertising Mm. which of their games use those features. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because I can never tell with PlayStation like what has. They just introduced a variable refresh rate, which should make all your games look smoother. I have no clue what games support it though. Right. Uh, It's uh yeah sure, (laughs) um (laughs) cornflakes yeah. PS5 can do 120 FPS on a supported television, but they didn't introduce... It's been around since launch, but I think the only game that supported it for the longest time was Devil May Cry 5. Right. And that was, like, it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Rift Apart has, like, a weird super performance mode. I don't think it's quite 120 FPS. I think it's something weird, like 80 or 90. It's... Like, yeah. Isn't it like it's it's 40 FPS, but, the, but it's 120... It's like... I don't oh, remember yeah. exactly what what the terminology is, but it's running at 40 FPS. But I think it works for 120 hertz refresh displays, and it makes yep. it look incredible. Because I tried it, and I was like, I don't know all the technical wizardry that makes what I'm looking at so amazing, but it's really cool looking. Yeah, it's amazing. Nice. But to, yeah. but to go back to the skill thing real quick, like I can mm-hmm. tell you from experience that it, it, the higher frame rate does make it easier in like multiplayer games. Like I played. Sure. Gears of War 5, which is not at all my game, but I played it in multiplayer and I, mm. I turned on the 120 FPS when I was testing the Series X at launch when like I was one of the only people that had the game and and a TV and I was killing like everybody. I, okay. I somehow like I went from middling to terrible player to like scoring the top amount of kills in every game I've played. And I was like, I feel so guilty because I know it's not me. It's okay. just that I can see them so much more clearly now. That makes a lot more sense then because I, I feel like I suddenly have so much more control over what I'm doing with my car and that I'm just like, I just feel like I have much finer control over what I'm doing that I'm making plays that I could never make before. Oh yeah. I'm glad I know why now. I'm glad I know why. <laughs> oh yeah. Rick or Nick played Rocket League at my house a couple days ago on because he doesn't have a 120 hertz television. Oh. And, I mean, it's a combination of the fact that he was playing at my level, so he was matchmaking with people as bad as me. <laughs> okay. um, but he was also playing on my TV, and he, I felt bad for all the people he matched up against. He, oh, he sure. was blowing people out like seven or eight to one. And Ooh, he wow. was just, he's like, it's like I don't even have to try. And I was like, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, he's really good <laughs> at Rocket League. Yeah, Nick, Nick consistently mm-hmm. gets to, like, the top rank in every season. He gets, like, Diamond or whatever. Like, they should probably just give him a car at this point. <laughs> Caitlin says he was blowing people, Steve. Twenty. I'm adding the 2022 part, but Steve, 2022. Put it um, on a shirt. <laughs> well, is there anything else you guys want to talk about that you've been playing or doing recently, or shall we move on to a couple of key news topics? No. Nah, just It's time. Yeah. All right. Well, as you all noticed, this episode is titled The Multiverses of Madness, and that is because there is some multiverses news to talk about. Again, we don't know quite how excited to actually be about this game yet we'll see 
But uh, hopefully we'll find out kind of soon because Steve and I have both already signed up for the closed alpha test they just announced that's going to be running from May 19th to 27th. And Steve, I believe you already have been accepted, right? Because you know certain people. I, I cannot talk about it because I'm under, Fair enough. I'm, I'm under NDA, but I can yes. say that, yeah, I'll be playing the alpha. That's about all gotcha. I think I can say. But. Fair enough. I am crossing my fingers. I get in there with you because I really, really want to play it and check it out. You know me. I'm the Smash guy of the GBG crew. And I know, obviously, Multiverses is no Smash, but it's still a Smash-like game with this wild, ridiculous cast of characters. So I hope I get in. I really want to. WB, if you're watching, and I know you do every week, please, <laughs> please, uh, you know, bring me into the alpha test. But not only is, uh, is the game getting an alpha test, it's also going to be at EVO which is kind of cool. Obviously, the game won't even be out by EVO, probably, but it's going to be at EVO as part of a 2v2 tournament. I believe it's going to be 32, uh, yeah, 32 team payout, uh, $100,000 prize pool, 2v2 Dang. tournament. Yeah, right? And uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. I will not be competing because uh, I know I won't <laughs> be as good as the pros, but yeah. it'll be cool. I mean, I'll be confidence. at EVO. Yeah, and I mean... Look, Smash isn't going to be at EVO, and Nick Brawl sure isn't, so it'll be nice to be able to see a Smash-like game played at EVO. And I don't know. I have guarded, guardedly high hopes for this game. No. I, I hope guardedly <laughs> high hopes. That's why I said guarded, because you, if I'm you, disappointed, I won't be... I, I hope you're... Let me it's down, the fact that it's guardedly, guarded high hopes, not guarded yeah. hopes. <laughs> fair, fair enough. I the guess word high is the one that's bothering yeah. me here. Guarded hopes is a better way to put it. I think it's for me, it, it's just that this game clearly has more development muscle behind it in terms of funding, really, right? So it, that doesn't mean the game will be better. good. Yeah, that doesn't mean the game will be good. But, you know, I do think Nick Brawl, there is the skeleton of a good game there, but it just had no funding behind it to give it what it needed to oh. really excel. Um, is, is the skeleton of a game as good as Smash? No, not even close. But still fun. I think I there's the skeleton of an okay game there. Uh -huh. I, I mean, because I, I think there are some things that are really fundamental to a game that is trying to be like Smash, and, mm -hmm. and the feeling of movement and combat is really high on that list, and Nick does yeah, not come and Nick at does all not close. Completely agree, especially the, the hit impacts. Like, the hitting other characters just doesn't feel as good as it does no. in Smash. The sound effects of the impact, the feel of the impact, I agree, doesn't, doesn't feel nearly as good. Um, but yeah, back to multiverses, hoping for the best. But yeah, you can sign up for the closed alpha right now on their website if you would like to. Um, there's going to be quite a bit of content available. Characters include Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Harley Quinn, Shaggy, Bugs, Arya Stark, Jake the Dog, Finn the Human, Steven Universe, Garnet, Tom and Jerry, and the uh, all-new character Rain Dog. And some of those will have to be unlocked as you play the, the closed alpha. They will not all be unlocked from the beginning. Uh, and there are a few stages, too. The Batcave, Tree Fort from Adventure Time, Scooby's Haunted Mansion, Trophy's Edge, whatever that is, uh, Classic 3 Platform, which is just Battlefield, and Training Room. And you can play 2v2, 1v1, 4-player free-for-all, and Practice Mode. So this is a fairly beefy alpha, yes. all things considered. And it I is. just, I really want to get my hands on it. I want to see how this game feels to play. Um, because yeah. as we know, Nick Brawl didn't do it for us. I mean, the nice nice thing here is that it is going to be a free-to-play game but how that gets monetized that's the right exactly big question yeah. like okay we can play it and not have to put money into it in order to see if we actually like it but if we do like it then all of a sudden we have to deal with whatever that. the monetization model is yeah and i I, exactly. I feel like that's going to be where it gets 
gross. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, yeah. I, I feel like it's hard to do a fighting game without... Uh, like, a free-to-play fighting game is not something that's really been tried and been successful. I think uh, Seth Killian, who worked briefly on PlayStation All-Stars, and before that was, like, one of the mm-hmm. founders of EVO, uh, worked on a game called Rising Thunder that was also designed to be a free-to-play fighting game mm-hmm. uh, with simplified Smash-like controls, and it just never got off the ground. It folded before it ever came out. What's um that? Killer Instinct? free to play or killer killer instinct was initially a purchase i believe or and then i think killer instinct went free to play like at season two or something mm-hmm. okay. i could be wrong on that i don't remember fully but i do remember that they sold characters individually i think is how they monetize that and then they sold mm-hmm. season passes that would get you all the characters and i thought it was kind of neat because you could if you didn't want a character uh, was Killer Instinct never free to play? Oh, it was a demo. That's what it was. Okay, was that what it was? Caitlin okay. in our chat mm-hmm. um, is saying that it had like a free to play demo, but you had to pay for the full game. Okay, yeah, like I said, that early Xbox One days are a bit hazy. Um, <laughs> oh, and Brawlhalla is is free to play, but oh right, uh, okay, yeah. Is so... Rivals of Ether also free to play? I can't remember. I mean, this this model does work very well for fighting games just because you know. Every fighting game has DLC at this point and more characters, stages, stuff like that. It's just kind of a good fit for mm-hmm. this because kind of DLC was a thing even back on the SNES. Yeah, you had Street Fighter, but now you need Super Street Fighter if you want the new characters. Yep. Right. And I think Ditto M really hits on it here. And this is what I agree with uh, saying, uh, I hope it's just skins. I think they were leaks that it would be stat boost for the characters a la Smash 4 Customs. If so, ugh. And. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. If you're paying for, you know, premium stat boosts for characters that'll give you a competitive advantage over everybody else, that's bullshit. That is that agreed alone would ruin the game for me. But if it yep. is just really cool costumes and skins and alternate voice packs and stuff, I okay, you know, I can get behind that. Will I yeah. buy a lot of those? Probably not. But for specific characters, sure. I mean, look, if the Animaniacs get in this game, I'm gonna have to play it no matter what because that's just cool as hell. <laughs> That's just cool as hell. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. I can play as my dad in a fighting game. I mean, yeah, come on. Um, but yeah, so Multiverses is, is happening at Evo, and there's a closed alpha. Really hope I get into it. Uh, I do have to ask, because it's on a semi-related note, uh, Derek, Steve, did you guys hear about the Nick Brawl announcement this morning? I did. Yes, I did. And man, I want to care because I'm finally getting Rocco. Rocco's coming out this fall. I really wanted him in the base roster. That's cool. Uh, Hugh Neutron, I know there's a lot of mimetic quality there. Happy for all the Hugh fans. Um, yeah. Jenny's I, good. I mean, Jenny's they're, out they're today. all good yeah. choices. That's the they're thing. They're good choices. Yeah. But like, yeah. when I consider the fact that they have said voice acting, they've suggested voice acting's coming. But it's just, when I think of how unpolished the game is to begin with, and the fact that maybe we still only even have voices by the time Rocco arrives. It just undercuts my excitement for it. I want to care about this game. I want to be excited that Rocco's coming, but I just can't muster the hype yet. Or ever, yeah. maybe. I you know, I think a lot of it will come down to if they do add voice acting for a game with Nickelodeon characters, that's a big, you know, all these all-star cartoon characters, that's a big addition. And that would bring me back. But mm-hmm. failing that, I don't know. I might get the DLC pack or I might just get Rocco. I'm, I'm just going to rip the band-aid off for you. The game sucks. Like no matter mm-hmm. how, 
how many good characters they add to it, I'm never going to give them money because fair I enough. don't like the game. No, I'm fair. actively mad that I spent like what forty dollars on that game. Uh -huh. Something like that. Never yeah. again. I mean, I mean, we also paid for Fight Crab, and that was awful. Hey, look, yeah, Fight Crab was at least hilarious. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I think I regret the twenty bucks I spent on Fight Crab more than, however, the forty I spent on Nick Brawl. I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know. I we will. Have a better, I, uh, crab based game but, coming. So that's true. That's we true. Now, we, we have, do. Uh, we have yeah, we have Crabs born or whatever. Crabs yeah. born. Yeah. No, that'll. Uh, I'm looking looking forward to seeing more of that. But yeah. So uh, yeah, Jenny, Hugh, and Rocco are coming this year. Hopefully, alongside some other quality of life updates. We'll that's see. True. I don't dislike the game quite as much as you, Steve. But I, you know, it's not great. And I, I, I well, I I want to address. Ditto M says I don't like Smash, and that's correct. Like I'm not a big <laughs> Smash fan, but I can at least recognize that Smash is a well put together game. And I think that's hmm. the difference between like I don't like Tur or I don't like Nick All Stars Brawl because it's in my mind just another Nick game. And Nickelodeon loves to take popular Nintendo games and then do their own take on it. That's like incredibly subpar in comparison. Uh, look at their look at their kart racing game. It's clearly trying to be Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And I here's a little inside baseball story for you. I I was tapped to do an ad for Nickelodeon's Kart Racer because I am one of the few people in the gaming industry who has children old enough to play that game. And I sat down and they're like, okay, here are the rules for the ad. And they're like, you can't mention Mario Kart at all mm -hmm. uh you can't and because of that you can't obviously say that there's a better kart racing game you know and i was like okay makes sense it's a commercial and i sat down and i was like okay avery they want you to play this game and she sits down and the first words out of her <laughs> mouth are this is way worse than mario kart oh too good. <laughs> I, I i had to email them back and i'm like look we can't do it there's yeah. no way i can get my kid to be that fake oh so. that's so funny whoops oh, <laughs> oh man that's so good I love it. Well, let's see. There is a little more news to talk about today. The other main thing uh, we are going to talk about today, based on the thumb, is Sega's new plan. New. I don't know if it's actually new, but their plan to, as they say, leverage their IPs with quote-unquote remasters, remakes, and reboots. And there's a lot of potential here. I put Knights on the for that reason. It Maybe does. not too much hope. I don't know. That's the don't... thing. Is like there's there's so much potential here. I know Steve and I, you and I in particular, we fucking adore Sega, especially Legacy. Yes. Sega. But I don't know if I trust modern Sega to do what they need to do to do this right. No, they're not. I going want to. to, but I don't. I, I <laughs> well, badly. hold on. So anytime I hear Sega talk about leveraging their uh their ips it just it just fills me with like rage because mm -hmm. they had consoles these guys made consoles some of you are literally too young to even remember that they did that mm -hmm. but they did and they didn't leverage their ips then well i don't believe they're gonna do it now where when yeah. was the last uh. shinobi it was on the playstation 2 <laughs> like yeah. when when was, was your last yeah, fantasy star that was an rpg it was on the sega genesis like yeah now, the last now, Knights game was on the Wii, and it wasn't even very good. Yeah. Bolt, Meg, Bolt Mouse X says, remember Soccer Wars? That at least did get something recently. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And, and to be fair, Shinobi did have a 3DS game, but it was terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, it's just Sega has never had a a strong track record for 
utilizing their IPs. Where's Alex Kidd? Where's Fantasy yeah. Zone? Well, Alex Where's... Kidd did get, did get that kind of weird re, uh, remaster They've recently, been... which wasn't yeah. Kind of like giving their IPs yeah. to others that kind of do stuff with it. So yeah, and that's that's my hope. But again, Ditto Web hitting it right on the head. Unless it's Sonic or Yakuza, or or if you want to bring Atlas into that persona, you know, mm -hmm. then we're not really getting a whole lot of output from Sega that isn't considered safe at this point like they did a new choo-choo rocket but they stranded it on apple arcade <laughs> like why sega hey everyone ash here one of the tools we use to run gvg cast each week video ninja unfortunately crapped out on steve out of nowhere right in the middle of the show causing some technical difficulties for about 10 minutes i've gone ahead and cut out all that for you though so you can get right back to enjoying the show bye all right folks we are here somehow we, we recovered a <laughs> little bit about that, everybody. thank you for <sighs> fixing the steve on your end or fixing the steve fixing the stream on your end steve i have two Super kids i'm definitely you, not fixed yeah <laughs> but we're back i should you guys stuck with us we still have 240 people watching thank you hey thank you guys so much for hanging here. out and watching me panic. Panic. <laughs> yeah uh, uh what we were talking about how we don't trust in sega to actually put their money where their mouth their collective mouth is and uh utilize their incredible back catalog of IPs. And that's still true. Yeah, Sega Sega's never I Sega has never been a company that respected their own legacy and they're not gonna start. Um yeah, and, I mean, and it how breaks... many companies out there respect their entire legacy? Well that's true. When's I the feel... last time we've got a final fight game? When's the last time we got anything from Konami? When's the last time we got how some of the classic series from from EA? The mm -hmm. the only difference happen. The only difference that I would I would call out here is that we were having these complaints about Sega as as early as the 32-bit era. Like, hey, Sega, where the hell is right. this? Where's Sonic, Sega? <laughs> Just like, he's <laughs> yeah. skipping this yeah. generation. He's all tuckered out from running. Right. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Sega is a very weird company when it comes to what they choose to publish. And I do feel like they've just kind of become the Sonic, Yakuza, and, and Mega Ten house, essentially. Uh it feels like they don't really have a ton of interest in pushing out a whole lot more. Um, right. By the way, yeah. Steve, uh, patron chat is still frozen. You may be aware of that. But Listen, humorously, it is frozen can... on Classy Mudkip saying, oh, my fucking God. That's, that's just the, that's on, the best on place. The How did it even freeze? We didn't even touch that. OBS, you <laughs> Oh, I know why. I know why. Because uh -oh. I was sitting here randomly killing things, trying to make you guys reappear, and I think I killed the chat. Uh, oh, that's not good. That's okay. I can I can fix it. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, maybe I can't. Holy hell, that is frozen. Jeez. Let's refresh it. Um, That's not a good sign. Okay. There we go. There we go. Eyeballs and skulls. I didn't kill y'all. I just froze y'all in time <laughs> for a little bit. I mean, it's um, Friday the 13th. Who wouldn't want to get slashed? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Just had to slash um, some web browsers. We did have a couple other things to talk about, but because this kind of derailed us a bit, we should probably move on to our patron topics pretty soon. Uh, There's also a else, lot of super chats. A lot chats. of super chats. I'm going to read yeah, out. Also, one, two, three, um, not it. <laughs> I've got to pick my topic. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Well, one thing I'll say is for the fellow Fall Guys fans out there, there's a big announcement coming on season or on season on Monday, probably showing off season seven, announcing the Switch version, announcing the game going to free to play. Uh, new Fall Guys content. Very exciting. Get oh, it's excited. definitely I season am. seven and Switch. They actually said already news is coming for Xbox and Switch fans. So oh, okay. that's what oh, I mean. okay. it had to be that. And apparently season seven is going to be called season S1. And it's actually going to be like a punched up 
version of the original season one with new games and stuff, but I guess they're not actually calling it season seven. At least that's what the rumors tell us. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, but speaking, uh, well, not speaking of Super Chats, but we do need to read out some more Super Chats before we move on to the final segment of the show. And let me go find out where we are. There are so many. You guys are so generous. Like... Okay, here we go. We're going to rapid fire these. The Mock with $5. Thank you. Hey, guys, I've never seen the show live before. I've been watching you guys for at least a decade. Much love to you all. Wow. Well, We're getting the true experience because for some yeah. reason, it's never us. I want to say that. It's never us, usually. Uh, it's it's these programs. Yeah. Like video just happened. To like video, leave. OBS, they love to screw us. We don't YouTube. We can't say why. Yeah. YouTube loves to screw us. And it's yeah. almost always when we're talking bad about a publisher. <laughs> I uh-huh. just want to point that out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Suspicious. So, yeah. Thank you, The Mock, and thank you for following us for so long. That is incredibly kind of you. Next up is $10 from our good friend, Mwape, good friend, good friend, Mwape Mulinga. Thank you. First, join the Scarlet Witch cult as she's awesome. Second, holy shit, Nick All-Stars Brawl fucking made memes come true. And third, can we get Chalk Zone up in this Nick All-Stars Brawl? I'm sorry to say, I don't Maybe. know. I'm not familiar with Chalk Zone. I have seen you ever seen Chalk Zone? It was an interesting art style. It's probably after my, my Nickelodeon era. Probably. Right? I kind of stopped at Rocco and Hey Arnold and mm, that. Yeah, definitely stuff. after your time. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of I kind of faded out of Nick when SpongeBob was a thing. That's kind of what's uh, my being my... Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, thank you, Mwape. Next is Rec PC, uh, our good friend, Rec PCQ with $5. Thank you. I don't know if you saw, but my grandmother died recently. Mm. I don't want to ruin the mood, but some well wishes for my family would mean a lot to me. Well, of course, you can have yeah, all the well wishes, all the good yeah. vibes. I'm very sorry for your loss, uh, Rec. That is Rough. a very difficult thing to go through, especially if you were close with her. So uh, we're all very sorry for your loss, and we're sending you all the best vibes we can going into the weekend, you and your family. Absolutely. I lost yeah. my grandma a few years ago, and I know what you're going through, man. It sucks. It's tough. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's nobody likes it. It's, yeah. Sorry uh five dollars from lizard81288 thank you very much uh youtube is testing out a members feature similar to subscribing on twitch it's still in infancy but will you be opting into that once it rolls out i've heard only the, the i think most, we have like, the cursory glance about this yeah i think we do like i think, I think we, to be yeah. clear i think we've an, we can enable it if we want to but we haven't that's to be clear mm-hmm. i'm not saying like oh it's already up there um the problem is, and from a business standpoint, I don't know what the hell we'd offer. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, I guess you could get, I think, I think the common things are like chat emotes on yeah, the YouTube side emotes. and stuff like that. And I think that's kind of cool, but I just haven't had time to look into it. And I mean, maybe, maybe. May, we also want to like, make sure we strike a nice balance between, you know, what we offer and all the ways we monetize it. We don't want to just come off as we're going to monetize you every possible way we can. It's like why we don't monetize the post show. It's, it's for patrons only. They're already paying. Yeah. For it. We're not going to monetize that on top of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's that. There's also super thanks, super thanks which also, I think we also just enabled, which I don't know. That's if like, that if matters, you just want to but... like tip on a comment, I think it's like doing a super chat on a scripted video, essentially. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. I didn't even think I realized that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's brand new. They just turned it on for us. Like, we didn't even ask for it. They just were like, hey, uh, you guys did a Raid Shadow Legends ad. Here's super thanks. You must yeah. like money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's one of those things. But I, I agree. I, w- I wish we could just 
I wish Patreon and YouTube would work together. That would be the ideal thing for me to where we could offer YouTube mm. perks by you subbing That'd to us nice. on Patreon. Uh, that'd be good. Um, that would be so cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, the two shall never meet. They're like ships passing in the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, RecPCQ is back with five more dollars. Thank you so much. Uh, I feel like I keep on making super chats about my problems. I'm sorry about that. You all just make me feel better. Don't even Yo, apologize. Don't even think yeah, about no. apologizing. No, don't That's what we're it. here for. We're here to make you feel better and spread all those good vibes, man. And you need those today. So don't exactly. ever apologize for being honest. And hey, you know life is hard people go through tragic things that's okay and we're glad you're honest with us about it and we're glad that you trust us and we can help you with that and just help exactly. you get through your days so no apologies necessary all the good vibes wreck thank you uh jason uloa with five dollars thank you jason my kids had their birthday yesterday and we're having the actual party tomorrow they're 13 Ooh. now the oh god years begin oh man good luck <laughs> I have no experience raising kids or teenagers, so I can't say anything, but I've heard it's it's I, I remember being a teenager. I wouldn't have wanted to raise me as a teenager, so yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, yeah. Um Amy's oldest has turned thirteen and it's funny just, you know, thinking back to when I first met him, how much his uh voice has dropped. It's like, oh god. No, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. oh, I can't imagine. Yeah, it's it's very strange so you'll you'll yeah I'm, get used I'm to waiting. that even just even just beyond how they act just how they um look change and see, yeah. it's like yeah the change that's that's the weird thing i'm i'm just waiting for avery to start hating me being like you're so embarrassing dad <laughs> yeah how has she yeah. not done that already <laughs> she probably has <laughs> My dad talks um, about video games on the internet. He sucks. <laughs> see that that should make you really, if anything, cooler than than any other dad. I mean, you talk about video games on the I, internet. I try. You feel like I would have liked having me as a dad, but I don't know what kids you, like. You these think days. that, but they also rebel. Like I'm, I'm just wa waiting That's for like, like ah, video games suck. I'm gonna play no. sports. Yep. Yeah, she's gonna be contrary. I know they would be jocks. Yeah, totally. She's gonna be like, look at you, dad. I'm going to be the antithesis yeah. to you. I'll be a doctor and an accountant. Be like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, uh, it, was a, it was a long play all along. <laughs> exactly. As some of you know, my, my wife right now works in the uh, L.A. public school system. And some of the kids she works with, they know that, you know, her that her husband is a gaming YouTuber, essentially. And they're, they all were like, oh, my God coolest guy ever he must be a millionaire he must be a billionaire he's a he's a gaming youtuber because oh they God. think about the biggest ones every no. time they think yeah. about the guys that make make those millions of views every episode yeah. and i'm like you know what keep on believing that but uh, if, if only it were true if only it were true <laughs> no i'm one of the someday. broke ones do you still want to yeah. hang out one dollar and 99 cents from one of my favorite names to say splubber Sub GB gang, Steve, Elden Ring update. Where are you at? I beat the game, man. I rolled nice. credits. I went up to. I even. I even fought. Uh, Milena. Is that. Is that it? Is that the right? Why am I asking you oh, guys? <laughs> I, I've seen Melania trend. Melania. I thought it was a Trump thing, and then I was no, like, oh, she's. I I smoked her, man. Uh, nice. so I got I got her katana, and then I went and I fought the uh big nyanya at the end and kicked its ass and then they're like you want to start new game plus and i was like no and i turned the console <laughs> off so you're not nice. gonna be like arlo and in in uh and she says who've replayed it six times apparently Jeez. i don't i don't know how with the quality of content they put yeah. out 
that they how they find the time for that. I was I like, no I need idea. them to teach me their secrets. I'm like, I love you guys. You're wonderful Seriously. people. D- did God extend how long time lasts for you guys? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Exactly. <laughs> Claxon uh, with $9.99. Thank you, sir. Uh, strange, the accented E isn't available for Gen 5 Pokemon nicknames. Wanted to nickname my ideal Zorua Arsane, even breeding to get Memento and Dark Pulse on it. Have to use Gen 6 for that. that wow. I think the only person That's who dedication. knows... Anywhere close enough to what you're talking about is Derek here. I mean, I like Pokemon, but I don't. I don't Basically, they're trying to get their Zorua to, to be. I can't ever never pronounce that name. To be like Joker's persona in okay. Persona 5. That's kind of what With moves that match cool. that. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. That's uh, cute. Thank you, Claxon. And we would love seeing your name in chat every time. Thank you very much for all your generosity. Uh, next, Scar the Dragon again with two more dollars. Thank you so much. What was that one moment where Mario got serious? Uh, if we're not going to go with real life Mario and the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, then I'm going to say Super Mario Galaxy when Mario yep. has to head to the center of the universe to save mm-hmm. his beloved. That was when Mario got serious for me in a cool way. I really liked it. Oh, no way. Yeah. I was going to mention Galaxy, but I was going to mention that sad ass backstory that Rosalina's got. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Rosalina's backstory too. Depressing. Yeah, it's like the everybody Galaxy hurts of video games. Yeah. I remember that first time I saw that story and I was like, is this is a, this is a Mario game? Actually, which came out first, Super Paper Mario or Galaxy? Super Paper Mario for sure. Then Super Paper Mario yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about it. Yeah, Dementio and that whole oh, thing. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So if, it, if it's not Galaxy, then it would be Super Paper Mario. Honestly, though, actually, Thousand Year Door. Thousand Year Door gets pretty intense at the end with what happens with the Shadow Queen and everything. I guess not quite to the degree of no, I think not it's to still the degree kind of fun it's not quite of, the same yeah, yeah. Uh, all right uh Sakari Salkonen with one euro or sorry almost two euro thank you very much uh can't decide Xbox Series S or X help me guys from Finland well thank you all the way from Finland wow uh and, <laughs> yeah. I, and Steve will Steve will certainly be able to uh, help out here as well but I would say it really depends not only on your budget, but also on your display. What, yep. what kind of TV do you have? If you have a TV that can take advantage of 4K and everything the Series X can do over the S, get a Series X. If not, Series S. What, what do you say, Steve? Uh, I wouldn't go as far as everything because I think that puts a lot of people... Like, there, there's like five TVs out there that can do all the things that <laughs> the Series enough. X can do. <laughs> yeah. But I would say if you have a 4K TV, then go ahead and get a Series X because then you'll at least play your games at the resolution they're running at. Uh, if you have, you know, a 1080p TV or something in between, like a 1440p display or something like that, or even like you're hooking up to a fancy computer monitor, I would say just get a Series S. Uh, it runs the games mostly as well. Um, but if you're if you're big on, you know, frame rate changes, like if you're very attuned to those and you notice them, then the Series X is probably it for you. But I would say if you're rocking a 1080p TV, you're probably not super worried about that kind of stuff. So I agree exactly. with Ash. If you got 4K, get an X. If you don't, get a Series S. Also, if you want discs. Oh, that, true. That too. Right. Good, good, <laughs> the, good the Series call, S doesn't... I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. They... <laughs> yeah. That's, so that's one of those things media. I don't even think about anymore. Right. Well, I mean, I had to remember that because, you know, Becca very kindly sent me the S and I was like, all right, no discs. And (laughs) I mean, I still, I still need to actually get a get game pass, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that Microsoft is like, oh, by the way, here's the family plan and we can all get in on that. Yeah. I keep hoping that they're going to release one. Like they, 
who was it that reported on it? Bloomberg or somebody? And they're just like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's coming. And I keep waiting and waiting. Maybe it'll be, be announced so during that great. summer thing. I wonder God, if, if we could all get in a family plan together. That would be the best. That would be nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I unlike uh, unlike Switch, my, my spots aren't all used up. So I right. could definitely uh, add mm-hmm. you guys to my, my family plan. I know. That's why Derek and I had to get on our own family plan with uh, some other content creators. Because yours is all already full up, so Derek and I. I, I have I have so many humans dude, that are attached to my family. There's a bunch. Exactly. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, all right. Last super chat for now, so we can get on to the patron topics. Uh, Jacob Tucker with five dollars. Thank you so much. I was legit more excited about the voice actors announcing their involvement in Tiny Tina's Wonderland than the celebrities leading the charge. Uh, that's, fair. I, that's fair. I don't know who the celebrities leading the charge were, but. I love um, me some voice actors. I, I know Will Arnett is in there. Will Arnett is oh, okay. in there, but I think he does a really good job because he kind of channels that you know Lego movie I mean, energy into it. Well, Will Arnett in I mean, general is a legit voice actor at this point because he's done so many yeah. roles. Yeah. Um, right. Oh, and Wanda Sykes is in it too, and she's she's honestly pretty funny. The only thing I would say about Wanda Sykes is that there's obvious points where she would more naturally like curse, and she doesn't. I'm like, oh, oh, that takes me out of it. You should Wait, just isn't it an M-rated game? It is. I, I don't weird. understand. Yeah. I don't understand huh. why they pull back. They they surprisingly don't curse. I don't think I've heard a curse word in that game yet. Huh? That seems really surprising. Well, that, well, that's like Persona, where they think they it's rated M, but they only go as far as like dams and you know, maybe a right. few shits, and that's it. <laughs> maybe yeah. a few shits, and that's it. That's not a context moment. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we definitely have been running late today because of some technical difficulties, but we do have the last segment of the show still to go. And that is, of course, a segment where we discuss topics suggested by our wonderful patrons at the producer tier and above. And if, if you want to find out more about that, head on over to patreon.com slash gvgaming. Check out all of our tiers. But for now, we do have some topics to discuss. Uh, Derek, why don't you start us off, man? All right. Uh, mine comes from Vedron. Who says, uh, name a game you most want to have localized that is still yet to be. Maybe aside from Mother 3. <laughs> Playing Famicom Detective Club got me thinking about it recently. And I can, I Man. mean, me going through SMT, this is what kind of triggered mine. The one I'm like shocked it has not gotten a localization, even though I apparently we were very close to it. Um, <clears throat> I Devil Summer, the original Devil Summoner. It seems like oh, it's, okay. it has such an interesting premise. It has that basis. We got Soul Hackers, uh, which is the sequel to Devil Summoner. So why not get the original and get that remake, which I believe was on the PSP, same as the others. So there's even an updated version that you could you could do that uh, for. So that'd be cool. Also, you know, uh, either uh, Persona 2 Eternal Punishment for PSP. Why didn't that get localized? Uh, when right. we got Innocent Sin um, before. Uh, also, I forgot about this, and it's a really good one. Uh, Electric Video Gamer, the Fortune Street for on PS4 that was a crossover between Final Fantasy oh. and Dragon Quest. Yes, that. Ooh. Mm. God, I, I'm having a really hard time with this one. I'm not sure. I mean, Mother 3 is it for me. That's I bet you said other than Mother 3, so... I mean... I am. I'm seeing a lot of good answers here. Classy Mudkip saying Fire Emblem Four. Yeah, I would have uh, said uh, really Radical Dreamers, but we just got that. So, um, oh, man. Ace Attorney Investigations Two. Oh, that's probably the closest one for me. Would be Ace Attorney Investigations Two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Dragon Quest Ten. More. I saw DQ Ten. Oh, you know what? Well, it's 
not it doesn't really need to be localized. I would say Terranigma, but it came out in the UK, so it's still technically in English. Um, mm. But Terranigma would have been nice to have at the time in uh, in the US. What about yeah. you, Steve? Any any that stand out? I, to you? Mine is easy. Uh, so mine, it, it's also a game none of you are thinking about. Uh, mine is Ronma One Half Treasure of the Red Cat Gang. Dude, which you is know I'm thinking about that. Are you a kidding 16 me? A 16-bit uh, turn-based RPG set in the Ronma universe. Uh, so I I played it as a kid, and obviously I didn't know enough Japanese to play it. But me and my brother muddled our way through until we beat the game, having no clue what the hell had happened. Uh, <laughs> but the rough story is that. There's the Red Cat Gang is trying to resurrect the Ghost Cat King. And Ranma, if you don't know, is deathly afraid of cats. He doesn't like cats. Yep. And their goal is to make felines the dominant species on Earth because anime. And so <laughs> and uh, so you basically just end up going through and, and fighting this gang, I, I assume. I don't know what the hell the story is. I bet there's a fan <laughs> patch out. But I would love to have seen this get an official release. I know it'll never happen. But in the back yeah. of my brain, I'll always be hoping some of these like crusty-ass 16-bit era licensed-as-hell RPGs get, get translated to English so I can play them and know what the hell was actually happening the whole time. Dude, that's the one. I, I had completely forgotten about it, but yes, if, if for my own personal tastes, it, you know, it would have been probably great Ace Attorney, but we got those. Ace Tree Investigations 2, great, but I, I played Investigations 1 and didn't really like it as much as the main series. But yeah, Ramna One Half RPG. Steve, you know I love Ramna just like oh, you yeah. do. That would be it. Uh, the only other thing I can think of would be a proper localization of the Super Famicom version of Mega Man and Base, because as we all know, the GBA version mm. that got released here kind of sucks. So yeah. not that the Super Nintendo version is that it's not a great game, <clears throat> but it's not as bad as the GBA version. But yeah, I, it's Ramna One Half RPG. I uh, just to throw another one out there, just because it's on on my mind, I. Uh... Amy's I fi finally introducing Amy to Sailor Moon. Um, I'm watching an episode each night. Uh, I I believe there's a pretty good RPG in that there is. Uh, series. I think I've it's heard. what is it? Another story. Yep. Mm -hmm. And localize that. Why not? We got yeah, uh, we got the I'd new Sailor Moon movie coming out. Do that, dude. I would love it. Those are the kind of that. games I would love to see on NSO. I would I would. That would make my subscription worth. Not that they'll ever do it, but I would love to see stuff like. Hey, that. these because I, I was trying to look it up, and I say that a, there was a new localization, a second translation uh, mm -hmm. done for it uh, that localized it a bit more, and it's it's one of those things like just pay these guys for the for the localization and bring it out. What the heck? Why not? Can't be that expensive. Uh, it's already Walker done. TL in our YouTube chat mentions Terranigma's English localization text is pretty buggy and needed one more editing check, which I believe because Illusion of Gaia's localization was terrible as well. So Terranigma still, I guess, does rank up there too Then in that case. But yeah, man, oh, getting a, an official localization of the Ronma RPG would be a dream come true. But as you said, Steve, there is less than zero chance of <laughs> yeah. that ever happening. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Steve, have you picked a, a topic yet, or should I go? I did, and interestingly, right. mine came from Moon Knight. I feel like Derek and I knew in our subconscious that these two would join the EP squad again tonight. Really? <laughs> um, so, Moon Knight writes, uh, What games were you scared of playing as a kid, but now want to try or have tried out? I was scared of Bioshock, Resident Evil, and Tomb Raider Underworld. I have beaten Resident Evil 8, Bioshock 1, and Infinite, and I want to play Underworld and other Tomb Raider games later on. Uh, and th So I'll give you one that I have played and one that I want to play. Um, so I'm also 
you know, if you've, if you've watched me talk on our various <laughs> podcasts, uh, I'm also kind of cowardly when it comes to my taste in games. And I, I definitely don't like to get spooked while I'm playing. Um, and so the Resident Evil series has always been a tough one for me. But, but the one that I conquered because I wanted to try the game so bad was Eternal Darkness. And that game ah. scared the piss out of me when I was playing it. <laughs> like, I could not. But I remember sitting there and I was like, everyone's talking about this game. I have to try it. And, mm-hmm. man, when the the insanity effects in that game and just the story was like this weird dark, like you're trying to figure it out. And it's you could tell there's just something sinister about it the whole way through. Like that game gave me the willies from, from start to finish. I just didn't like it. I remember there was some weird thing about like at one point I had beaten a boss and, and beating a boss in that game never ends well for you. Like you still die. <laughs> and then there was some, something it said something real fucked up. Like man tries to find meaning where there is not something like in the loading screen. I was like, why? Like what person does this? It's like, it's they're like basically telling you like, like a Thulu mythos. Yeah. Like, like a Thulu. the universe hates you and no, nothing matters and you're going to die alone. I'm like, thanks GameCube. I thought you were yep, going to be Eldritch friendly Horror, and have right? a handle. Yeah. Um, the other, the other series that I haven't played enough of, I only play the campy resident evil. So like four or five, you know, if it has a giraffe on the cover, I'll play it. Um, but I've really, really wanted to try Village. I have it, and I just haven't been able to muster the courage to play it, especially now. Oh, it's not. It's not that bad. Is it really? It's, it, okay. It's it's there's there is one section that is truly going to be scary. The others are more a bit more on the action side of things. Okay, I need to try it. I just remember playing the demo, and I was like, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, no, no, some big weird thing. And sure enough, there was like vampire lady, like I, I ran into some place, some chick turned into bats. I was like, nope. <laughs> it's like, what? I don't uh-huh. even have a flamethrower to deal with this. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I do want to go back and play it. I've heard nothing but good things. And yeah, like you said, Derek, I heard it leans more action. Um, I just need to give it a shot. Anyway, I'm opening mm-hmm. up the floor. That's me and my lack of uh, interest in scary games. I... Go ahead, Derek. I can't think of any games that I was like, I'm terrified of. I don't want to play that uh, as a kid. I just haven't gotten around to playing them. Mm-hmm. I played most of the R Resident Evils. I played Silent, at least Silent Hill 2 for now. I guess one of the, one of the ones I've heard a lot of, but never got the tr- chance to try. And I don't know if it's any, actually scary, if it's any good or anything like that. But I heard, heard a lot about Clock Tower and the Scissor Man. Not uh. always seemed interesting. Um, I don't I don't know. I just... Uh, I. I, I see all these people like, oh, Dead Space terrified me. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I mean, they give me a good weapon and I'm generally OK. <laughs> yeah. um, it's when they take away the weapons, Space. then I get a little nervous yeah. or they introduce something like Alien Isolation where you cannot kill the alien. Good luck trying. Just run because you will not survive. Um, I, I don't know. I just I can't think of anything that's kind of fit that I, I i played parasite eve when it first came out i think i was what 12 <laughs> nice parasite eve is so good something like that and that was definitely uh-huh. on the scarier end that's kind of where i'm at is like the only games that i would be too scared to playing to play grow growing up are the same games i'd be too scared to play now which are games with giant spiders in them i'm still not going to play those but mm-hmm. failing that I mean, look, I played Silent Hill 1 when I was, like, 14, and then I played 2 and 3 as they came out after that. And you, once you've done that, you're kind of prepared. Like when you, <laughs> and I played those games by myself in the dark at night 
like I I had the hardcore Silent Hill experience when I was not ready for it, and those games scared the shit out of me at the time, and I still think they're scary. But if you can get through that, you can get through anything other than like specific phobias like spiders. So for me, yeah, I played SH one through three. I played Fatal Frame one and two when I was younger. Like I love scary games, and so for me, there other than spiders, there are really no horror games that that I would be too scared to play now versus growing up. I throw them at me. I love horror games, so I'm really this doesn't really apply to me so much except for games with lots of spiders. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, makes sense. All right, well, thank you uh, for that topic, and uh, for me this week, I have a Charlie Bird's topic, and Charlie says, or asks, if you could watch an in-universe documentary about any fictional world, i.e. a nature documentary about the creatures of Monster Hunter, a cultural documentary about life in different parts of Hyrule, what would you pick? Uh, And thank you for this question, Charlie. It's really interesting, and I already guarantee you that you've provided Brandon's answer. If Brandon was here, his answer would be a Monster Hunter creature documentary. I guarantee you. Uh, as for me, though, I would love to watch a, a documentary on the world of Spira and, from Final Fantasy X. I have always felt that that world is so well, it feels so organic, and it feels so well researched, like the different cultures and the, the belief systems and the uh, just the, the Blitzball, the, the cultural pastimes, just all of that just feels so well researched and organic to that world, and it feels like a living, breathing world when you're playing through it when you're taking Titus and Yuna or taking Yuna on her pilgrimage and that that whole culture has just interested me so much the Albet, their language the whole history with Xanarkand and, and Sin and Spira's belief system, the, the Yevon, the Yevon religion, all of it is just so well done in Final Fantasy X and I feel like having a whole documentary about the culture of Spira would be really interesting and would pull me into that world even more, it is still my favorite world out of any Final Fantasy game and really, in, in most games, period. I just think it's such an interesting world to be a part of. Uh, but that's my answer. What about you guys? Um, do you have one, Steve? Because I have mine, but... I do. Okay. Um, so I would want to watch a documentary on the history of the Algol star system from Ooh. Fantasy Star. But I'd want it to be from the perspective of Fantasy Star 4, where the legends of the original heroes from Fantasy Star 1 are long forgotten and have passed into myth. Uh, Because, uh, if you don't know, the planet where all of that took place, uh, Fantasy Star 1, well, not just one planet, but the home planet of the heroine from Fantasy Star 1, by Fantasy Star 4, that shit got blown up. It's gone. (laughs) And so I would love to hear from, like, the perspective of historians in that society, like what they believe happened and, and what the history is and what they, how they view dark falls who appears every thousand years to just wreck shit. <laughs> so I would, I would really love to see that. I think that fantasy star was one of those series that has really incredible lore that never gets properly explored. I think it would be really cool if they uh, flesh that out a bit. I keep hoping that someday they'll just do a fantasy star five, but I know they won't. Right. Yeah. Right. Probably not. It's weird to me that Fantasy Star Online does not count as Fantasy Fantasy Star 5. Yeah, it is kind of weird that they... It's weird because in some ways they try to tie it back, but it's very tenuous ways. And uh, you never end up truly seeing the Algol star system in the online series ever. Not even in the universe, but they reference it sometimes. They're like, oh, and I think they even had... I could be wrong, but I think they had a crossover event in Fantasy Star Universe where you got to meet the characters from the first game. But it was like a weird, you know, the same way like 
They yeah. they're like Kazuma Kiryu's here. I'm like great. Right. <laughs> yeah. We've uh we've got some great answers to this question in our live audience patron chat. Uh, Aramis says a documentary about the judicial system and Ace Attorney. That is a great oh, idea. Oh boy. I love it. And then of course our good, good luck explaining Kitty, that. <laughs> right. And our good friend Kitty Kong Fact says a nature documentary set on Donkey Kong Island. Please and thank you. Let me do the voice of the host. I would watch that. I would watch mm-hmm. that. Uh, Mirpat says the passion of the Evan. Yes. If my idea were ever made, it would have to be called that the passion of the Evan. Sorry, uh, Derek, you haven't answered yet. I just had to get those out. Oh, no, no, that's fine. It's fine. Uh, my thought was I'm looking at my thing here. Like what kind of games I had that would fit a documentary style pretty well. Uh, honestly, um, I, I think like a, like world war two type documentary on Valkyria Chronicles, all the games, just covering all the different stories. Um, that's a good one would be kind of cool like uh, having those interviews with them they kind of have that that setup for the original valkyria because of the whole chronicle of it it's just of this of this group and just seeing you know having those interviews what it was part, like being part of the army showing what they made how the technological advances would be made i don't know it's, it seems kind of ready made um for that kind of documentary idea especially because when you get to the sequels um we got like the black ops of of three and you got the uh the assault force of four there's there's some cool stuff in there uh derek you may have played yourself man because aramis in our live audience chat says you could do that god no that's that's a I, I love like I uh, some people are like I wish there was more content from Derek. By the way, Derek, do these this two hour video uh, type stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, that off the line has also has a good suggestion. I'd like to read Gemini Cricket's journal from Kingdom Hearts and see what he chronicled, or watch an audio log of the Ansem reports. Yes, and yes, I would ha- absolutely be happy for either one of those things. But uh, yeah, that's my question for the my topic for the month or week. Thank you, Charlie, so much for that, and thank you to everybody who submitted who submits topics every week. We're sorry we can't get to everyone, but we will do our best to get to your topic in a future episode. Mm-hmm. And with that, uh, we will we would we would be at the end of the episode if we didn't have some more super chats to read out. I'm going to try to just fast track these as much as possible. Uh, first off, Lauren Bond with uh, one pound and seventy nine pence. Thank you again. What are the coziest games you've ever played? Oh, man. Off the top of my head, Kirby anything. Knights, mm-hmm. Knights into Dreams is one of my favorite co- cozy games, even though it's pretty hard if you want to score attack it. Uh, yeah, Kirby, Knights. Um, man, I'm trying to think. Is anything coming into your mind, guys? Flower. Flower's a good one. Oh, Flat Abzu. That that is the flower. Yeah. I've I don't think I've ever been more chill. I don't know why I not thought about it earlier, but Flower just came to me right now. Flower, Abzu, and another indie game I played not too long ago called Proteus, which is really interesting. Mm. What about you, Steve? Anything? I was researching something, so no. <laughs> Fair it's fine. I I, I uh, yeah. I don't know. No Score worries. attack games. I got nothing. No, no, no! Coziest game. Oh, coziest, coziest game! Whole Animal Crossing. Come on, Animal How's Crossing. No one gonna miss Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't play it. It's not obvious. To you. I know. Fair enough. Hey, I played a lot of uh, uh, what is it? New Leaf on 3DS. Loved it, but I got my fill. Uh, all right. Thank you for that, Lauren. Uh, next, uh, Sakari Salkonen's back with two more euro. Thank you. Going to sleep. Good night. Uh, equals Good night. Eva Yota. I'm sure I completely butchered that, but. I hope I said that right. You're asleep by now, so you can't tell me. But thank you, Socrates. Uh Next, Screamo Shaman with $5. Oof, sorry I'm late. Did a test stream to prepare for my Klonoa dream run. LOL. Well, good luck. Anything Klonoa related, I'm always behind. That's awesome. So 
Good luck on your dream run, Screamo. Uh, Lizard81288 is back with five more dollars. Which meme character are you more excited for, Shaggy or Hugh? It's Shaggy for me. Shaggy. I know very little about Jimmy Neutron. So I, I, I like Jimmy Neutron. I just don't know exactly how Hugh is a meme character. I'm at least vaguely yeah. aware of how Shaggy's a meme character. My knowledge of Jimmy Neutron begins and ends with Carl because my dad does his voice and that's such a popular voice. But that's really all I know. So Shaggy for me. Uh, just that was, in time. That was quite the humble brag there. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's meant to be. I was just being honest. Uh, just in time, which is a great name, with uh, $4.99. Thank you. If you could bring into existence a physical HD collection containing every game from a singular franchise like Mario, what franchise would you pick? Mario. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go. I want Mario in HD. I've been saying this for years. I mean, like, if we're talking about every game from a singular franchise, including spinoffs, I mean, Mega Man, obviously. That's like 50 plus games in one collection. It's Mega Man easily but you know yeah mario zelda you can't pokemon it's hard to go wrong here yeah i would say yeah, exactly i would say the favorite Good. one for me would be sonic and only because i've seen what mm. the sonic 2 hd fan team is doing i'm like uh, oh i yeah. do want that <laughs> mm. i'll take that uh i if, just to throw out a couple um castlevania obviously final fantasy dragon quest um, Shimagami Tensei, most RPG series, just because be able to play through all of them, you know, and mm -hmm. see the evolution. Indeed. So. Right. Uh, thank you for that, Justin. Next is ToonJ723 with $5. Thank you. Uh, they didn't say you couldn't compare it to Hello Kitty Cruiser or Garfield Kart, referencing your story, oh, yeah. Steve, earlier in the show. <laughs> That's true. Maybe try it again. I, I need to buy a copy of Hello Kitty Cruiser. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm going to own it one of these days. Oh, my God. Claxid nice. uh, with $1.99. Thank you. Maybe if we throw money, the problem will go away. Referencing our it did, OBS it or did Video go Ninja. Away. Yeah, that, that's what did it. It was the, the <laughs> yeah, money through. Thank you. Uh, Lethargic Legumes. Love that name. With $4.99. Thank you so much. I gotta love the Friday the 13th technical difficulties. Much love to you all, GVG gang. That's that's I'm, I'm comfortable just blaming Friday the 13th. I think that works. Um, finally, well, there actually may be more that came in since I, then. I but, think so. Okay, so five Canadian dollars from our good friend Bongo Lover. Bongo hey, Lover's good to back. see you. Hey. Uh, hello, friends. Hope you're doing well. I recently platinum Lost Judgment and really enjoyed the Kaito files. I was just wondering Steve's take on the game. Oh, I was I so I haven't played the Kaito files and I love Kaito. He's an amazing character and I definitely need to find the time to watch or, or to play his uh, DLC. But I feel like Lost Judgment kind of fell apart in the second half. Um, there's a certain character that gets murdered about halfway through the game. And it's a character that Yagami doesn't know very well, but he comes he becomes completely hung up on this character to where uh his sentence structure for like the second half of the game becomes like a noun a verb in this character's name and that's oh. it like he oh. cannot oh. not mention this character like in every bit of dialogue he has for the rest of the game i'm like please yagami shut up you knew her for like 38 <laughs> minutes it's uh -huh. fine uh -huh. like it would be like me like getting introduced to someone and the next day finding out they're dead and like going on a quest for vengeance it's just kind <laughs> of ridiculous um uh, okay but all in all, the game was pretty good. I think that it took a sadly predictable route to the end, and I was hoping that it would diverge a bit more from what I expected, given that it's a detective game. 
And I mm. just felt like it was a bit rote and predictable. So, I mean, not a terrible game, like in a technical sense, but just kind of narratively starts to, the, the seams started to show pretty quick. Fair enough. Bonus question for you, Steve. Uh, Caitlin asks in our live audience chat, what's Kaito's favorite flavor of Danimals? Uh, sweat. <laughs> nice. Yum. Yum. On that note, uh, $9.99 from Claxon. Thank you so much. Uh, also, could use some good vibes. My dad wanted a cat, and we got one two months ago. Now he wants to not have a cat for no reason other than cats aren't as, aren't as behaved as dogs. We're giving him to my aunt. That's really sad. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, that, that really, sucks. That sucks. I'm really sorry about that. Um, yeah, what can we you say? Get a pet, you got to be prepared for said pet. Yeah, yep. that's really unfortunate. I'm sorry to hear that you're going through that, and I wish that wasn't happening. Uh, maybe your dad will have a change of heart, I hope, but sorry to hear that, Claxton. Yeah. Uh, and finally, last but certainly not wow. least. No, there's one more. There's Actually, one two more. more. There's, well, there's one more coming in, and one I know you missed that I'll, I don't, I oh, okay. can't see it, but I'll mention it at least. I, know, I remember the question. Okay, I'll, I'll go back down after this then. Uh, Purity Chalice with $1.99. Thank you so much, Purity Chalice. Have a great and safe weekend, everyone, with a bunch of bunch of multicolored hearts. Well, thank you, Purity Chalice, and you as well. And I think I know which one I missed. I got it, Derek. Uh, Geller with $5. Just wanted to thank Derek for getting me into One Piece. Started at Chapter 1 along with his podcast, and I just hit Chapter 600 today. Wow. wow good for you, Derek, getting that... Geller into One Piece. Yeah, that's, that's the, here's the crazy thing. Brandon and I are only up the chapter. We only released the episode that covering up the chapter 100 today. So that's how addictive one piece is. And I wow. knew that would happen to some of the new readers that jumped into it because, you know, going five at a time, it, it's a good pace, but you get to a certain point. Like, it was like, I got to see what happens next. <laughs> yeah. I, that's just one, something I really want to get into. I, my, one of my best friends is super into one piece. Two of my best friends are actually. And, I mean to. They tell me I need to read it. I just I, I don't know where I'm going to find the time to. Again, just a little bit of time. Do that five chapters each week. It doesn't. Yeah. It's maybe thirty minutes. One piece at a time. There as you, you go. Say. Uh, all right, we got one more super chat coming in. Jay on the cob, which is a great name with five dollars, but no message. Let me see. If they they actually need... do have a message here. It says, okay, "Forgot to put a message with the super cool. chat, but just wanted to say that I've been watching since the weekly Smash discussions in 2014 when I was in middle school, and now I'm a 21 year old college student. Crazy to think about. Wow. wow. Kind of forgot that those were back in 2014. <laughs> I can't believe that how fast time flies, and so many of you say that to us. So you've been following our content for over it or for like a decade, and that is just so humbling." Every single time. It reminds me of the Sora presentation where Sakurai's like, we've been working on this game for so long, you go from middle school to high school in that time. And it's just, it's uh. weird. Thank you all so much for, for being into what we do and for following us for that long and for putting up with our voices for that long. That's a long time to listen to us talk. Mm -hmm. So uh, thank you all so much. And that does finally bring us to the end of this extended episode of the GVG cast. Thanks so much for bearing with us. Sorry for the technical difficulties in the middle, but we still have 250 of you. You guys stuck with us. You guys are the best. Thank, thank you. you so much. As always, we do have to give a special thank you to the to our patrons at the producer tier and above for helping to make this show and everything we do happen because without you, this would not be possible. So thank you so, so much. Uh, and also, as always, we have to give an extra special thank you to all of the uh, patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine, wonderful, incredible folks include Brandon Bovia, Cutie Caitlin, Fangs, Dan and Twistle, Z Patty, Just Brian, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman 23, Adam O'Sullivan, Richard Herrera, Logan Daniel, Christopher Bakke, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King. Beer J373, 
Critter XD, Kitty Kong Facts, Angel Martinez, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yao, Azran127, Black King, Pagrima, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Aurum, Brady Power, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Killamox, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, Jessica Toad, Deneth, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hoobie, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Askeron 809, Reiner, Captain Finlandia, Nathan Steele, Spicy Pan Otter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Rosa Pardo Bowling. Hi, Mom. Kane Woolley, Skull Kid Tiger, Darksteel 01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior 29, DJ Jurassic, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Dinner Sonic, Darik, Jeff Ed, Nova the Artist, Blaystar 25, Stag Nasty, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Screamo Shaman, Mason Riley, Keel, Willow Pingree, Yo, Hustlebun, Moon Knight, Noah Fitterer, Calvin Atkinson, Ryan's Fault, Brainchild, Pat Pending, Jim Wakelin, Lauren Bond, Srinhar Ayala, Gavin Twaddle, Andy Mine P, Ad, Jughead 870, Alpha Lion, Lord Metarex, Kyle Gamer, and Barry Rookie, 16 Nacious, and last but certainly not least, Vedron. Wow, thank you all so much for your incredible generosity and support of everything we do here at GVG. If you want to find out more about how you can get yourself on that list and check out all the other uh, perks we offer our patrons, head on over to patreon.com slash gvgaming. But even if you can't support us on Patreon, that's fine. If you just drop a like and subscribe right here on YouTube, every little bit truly does help as we grow more and more. As we said earlier, we just hit 94K today, and that's all thanks to you. So thank you all so much. We're about to go do our patron-exclusive post-show. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Good night and good vibes. Bye. Bye. Bye.